0: Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Good morning, Jesus 911 on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Ruben Ava with Jesse Romero, two man car. Uh, if you're looking at my background, it's uh, I'm I'm at home, doing the show from home, so well, it looks a little different. Good morning, Jesse. How are you doing?
1: Uh, Ruben, I am reporting for duty, uh, and uh, hey, got a lot to talk about today. But most important, just want to remind everybody that August, let's not forget, it's the month that we as Catholics are dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Let's not forget that. That's more important than anything else that's happening. Pray rosaries every day. Wear your Marian sacramentals. The month of August we honor and devote ourselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And this devotion has taken on new meaning, new emphasis, specifically after the apparitions or the visions given to Sister Lucy dos Santos, the oldest visionaries of Fatima. She's passed away now. But mm-hmm. uh, she was visited in Tui, Spain in 1925 and 1926. And now as a result of that, we have the practice of the five first Saturdays to help make amends for the offenses committed against Our Lady's Immaculate Heart by the blasphemies and ingratitude of secular men. So let's not forget that. Ruben, a uh, lot to talk about today. I am My heart is broken to see what's happening to the greatest country in the world. It's being torn in half by the left these are the in, in the words of President uh, Trump 45, he said, "These are dark times for our nation. as my beautiful home, Mar a Mall in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, This unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault, could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe, said Donald Trump. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democratic D- Democrat National Committee? Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th President of the United States. And, Ruben, like we were talking right before the show, uh, Biden and the left and the Democrats, they also plan to hire 80,007 new armed IRS agents. That doesn't bode well for us, Ruben. No. Nope.
0: You're right, Jesse. They're, uh, you know, those, well, starting with President Trump, I mean, this was just a, a complete uh, overreach uh, and injustice. Um, you know, a lot of people are commenting on this. Uh, um, uh, Mark Reskin, he's a 27-year veteran. I read that he, he uh, FBI veteran, former federal prosecutor, uh, he, he said the disregard for traditional norms and apparent lack of concern for the appearance of impropriety is indicative of an abandonment of even a veneer of independence and objectivity. Wow. Je- Jesse, I... I one thing that uh, people the, the the Trumps were saying is that they didn't uh, nobody was allowed to um, be present and watch them search, which I, I understand. When I know I've done a lot of search warrants, um, we would always have the family outside. But when you write a search warrant, there it's it's you have to uh, list with specificity what you're looking for. And that you have uh, more than you know, uh, uh, more than likely a chance that you will find it at this location. And at the end, when you're leaving location, you give the property owner a, a, a list of the receipt of all the things you're taking. And they didn't. They didn't do that. They did, her uh, Trump's attorney was there, and and she didn't get a copy of it. And uh, so. It was like a fishing ex- expedition yeah, exactly
1: that's exactly what it was yeah. and, and by the way trump's attorney said that she saw the search warrant now she wasn't able to comment on it on, on television last night on all the networks that she was on but she said i as a lawyer can tell you that it it it, it didn't meet the standards of probable cause that's he goes that's all i can say she just and- like like you said it was a fishing expedition yeah
0: yeah, and, and what business do they have going into Melania's wardrobe and looking through all her personal belongings
1: in there? You know, that is it, it's despicable
0: uh, it's, to, to say the, the least.
1: I, I, Ruben, okay, I, I know secular men, mm-hmm. I can tell you uh, what they were doing when they were in her wardrobe. We won't say it because this is a family show, but trust me, I know yeah. secular men, they were goo goo gaga. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it, it's, it's something that you see on a pornography movie, what these guys were doing with her, with her wardrobe.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, the FBI has already shown they can't be trusted. You, we saw the, the fake, uh, Russia scandal going on. They, they, um, they lied they on the FBI.
1: there. Ruby Ridge, uh, uh, Waco, Texas. I mean, they got, they have a history where they can't be trusted. We don't need federal law enforcement, Ruben. We need state law enforcement, city, county. We don't need federal law enforcement. These people just become the bullies, uh, and they become just basically the operatives of the Democrat Party when they come into power. We've seen this for decades now. Yeah. and who's to say they're not going to plant something? You know, or that—that's what I've been telling my wife the last three days. Yes.
0: Yeah, or, or bug his house. They—they they already bugged his, you know, his uh, during the. Uh, leading up to the election and they had his, uh, his office bugged and they were listening in. So, um, he better go through that house with a fine tooth comb with, uh, you know, some experts that can, can detect
1: something exactly. like that. Because, exactly. Uh, yeah. Ruben, Marco... you can't trust a... him. Uh-uh. I agree. Uh, Marco Rubio. He, uh, he tweeted the following. He said, after today's he's a Senator from uh, Florida after right. today's raid on Mar-a-Lago, what do you think the left plans to use 87,000 new IRS agents for? He says, using government power to persecute political opponents is something we have seen many times from third world Marxist dictatorships, but never before in America. You have another black conservative. He he uh, he tweets as, as the black opinion. He said this, anyone who supports the raid on the home of the 45th president of the United States is both politically stupid and historically illiterate. The fall of the American empire has officially begun. Enemies of the U.S. are rejoicing. The Obama administration placeholders are a disgrace.
0: Yeah. Uh, A former federal prosecutor, uh, Mike Davis, went on and said that the raid may have been illegally invasive. Under the case law, you can't do a home raid if you can secure the documents through a less intrusive means. He told me he said that on on Bannon's war room.
1: Ruben, that makes and, sense. Uh, I mean, just based based on the four, on the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, that we have, I mean, we have as Americans, uh, we're afforded the right to uh, to be safe in our homes from unlawful mm-hmm. seizure. And again, this could have been done from a lawyer to lawyer. Say, hey, we need this, we need that. Sure, not a problem. He was apparently he's been cooperating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's what he, he, yeah, here's here's another uh, here's what it says here: the political persecution of President Tr- Trump has been going on for years now. Like you said, with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, and so much more. It just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete an acid wash, 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to America's bureaucratic corruption. This is Donald Trump's writing this. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we've never seen before. The establishment hated it. Now as they watch my endorsement candidates win big victories all over the country and see my dominance in all polls, they're trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. The lawlessness, political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped I will continue for fight to fight for the great American people. Reuben I've never seen a politician take such a beating in my life by the media and uh, and by you know federal law enforcement this guy this guy got uh, I, I mean he he's got uh, armadillo skin he's got alligator skin <laughs> most people Reuben would have folded in half a long time ago said I'm out of here I want nothing to do with politics this guy. Uh, continues to press forward.
0: Yep, he's like the, he's like the Rocky in the first Rocky movie. Man, <laughs> he keeps getting knocked down and he keeps getting back up. And
1: you're right, that's a good and, analogy.
0: Yeah, and and you know, at, at some point, I think it was the 11th round when Rocky was about to go out. He just, he finally just said, "That's it, huh? I'm not going down anymore." You know, and uh, you saw uh, Club. What was his name? Lang. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Lange. Yeah. Lange. Well, he was—he the look on his face. That's the look of the Democrats right now. They—they they see what Trump is—is—is is, uh, is doing with up. All, like said, all those candidates that are in. He's, in, he's got some record of uh, amazing. Uh, it's like a ninety-eight percent record of the people yeah. he endorses. Ruben, everybody
1: he everybody he tapped in Arizona won. Everybody, I'm telling you, come November yeah. when they run with the Democrats and we smash them, uh, Arizona is going to have n- nothing but MAGA. Ultra MAGA uh, candidates or politicians in the highest levels of, of of government here in Arizona, so it'd probably be a good time to move Ruben, right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was no there was no evidence that he was destroying
0: you know, ev- you know some of these documents. He he had been co- cooperating with with the uh, uh, FBI, and he, when they first requested some of the documents, and, and they could have even subpoenaed these documents and. Uh, But the the way they did it. Hold that thought, Ruben. We'll be back. Hold the thought. Hold the thought. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. Jesus 911 on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Two man car. We are 10 8 for Jesus. Jesse and Ruben, and we're talking about the injustice that's been going on with uh, uh, former President Donald Trump. And I was uh, going to add that, um, you know, we have a history of, of missing documents. You know, so they, they, they're they saying Trump had documents that should go to the archives. And it would just add them to a line of former government officials. You know, former FBI Director James Comey, uh, he took his handwritten notes when he was fired by Trump in 2017. He took them home. His home wasn't raided. He handed the notes to the FBI agents who came to interview him. Then the Obama administration didn't just fail to hand over documents. Tens of thousands of documents that went missing or were destroyed. No homes were raided. And then former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton failed to hand over tens of thousands of emails and documents from her server claiming that they were of a personal nature. The FBI was able to retrieve some of the documents revealing that many were work-related and moreover the documents were under congressional subpoena at a time when a Clinton aide deleted them and then, you know when she turned in her phones they had like 10 phones that she had smashed with hammers mm. she put out sims cards out of other ones just to to they turned in a, a blank a hollow phone so none of their homes were, were if anyone needed to be raided it was Clinton you know and uh but here so you see the uh discrepancy you see the hypocrisy that's going on with those on
1: the left versus those on the right. Ruben, uh, I'll tell you what we we, we just saw uh, with this Mar-a-Lago raid. The FBI, Ruben, has done has done one thing. This one thing that they did is going to change America forever. You know, Biden ran as a great unifier. I'm going to unify this country. Biden and Obama have done more. The Democrats have done more to divide the United, divide the United States than any other two presidents I've ever seen. Because... What they've done, Ruben? They've crossed the line with this. This is this is sacred. Going after your predecessor, yeah. Uh, I, I, and again, the the attorney said, uh, she she goes. I saw the search warrant. This thing didn't meet the standards of probable cause. We were cooperating with everything. The FBI, Ruben. This has become a rogue law enforcement agency. And I'll tell you one of the beautiful things that I did see on on Monday night. Uh, you can see uh, hundreds of of, uh, of 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 Donald Trump loyalists. They were right outside his home as the FBI was in there raiding his home, taking boxes. You ha- you see hundreds yeah. of of Trump loyalists. I've never seen that type of that type of loyalty or energy from a former president. He's been out of office for two years. And you had hundreds of people outside waving the American flag, waving the Trump flag as the FBI is laying, laying siege to his home and breaking into a safe.
0: Yeah, I, I think probably the last president we saw like that when we were just kids was uh was uh J- JFK. You know, he was yeah. beloved. But uh in my lifetime, I've never seen a president that that had this kind of following. And it was it's just because from my my perspective is that. He's the first one that I feel has um, our uh, you know best our um, in, our best, best interest in mind. That's right. Yeah. So it's 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 sad to see him having to go through this, but he but you know like he says, hey, they're they he they're coming, they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just in the way. It's what he has yes. been saying that forever. But um, this is this is unprecedented, and 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 if we don't get this right. You know, they got the Democrats need to know that two can play at this. So when the Republicans take back over the the full, you know, the House and the Senate and then uh, win the presidency, whether it be Trump or DeSantis in 24 and 2024. Oh, it's going to, you know, it's going to be held to pay because they could just turn around and, and they can go after all these people. The, you know, the uh, the whole corrupt Biden family, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. And there's more in there. The FBI's had his laptop for since 2018, and they haven't done squat with it. And you know, there's and, and there's evidence there that that uh, Joe Biden was in on and, and was was paid to uh, paid to play to, with uh, Hunter Biden and his business associates, taking money from communist China and Russia, and and nothing's ever been done to the left. That's what so many people are getting fed up with this because they're saying, you know. The, we hear this all the time. Something's going to get done, but we never see it. And and let's uh, even uh, you know the um, the the investigation that, that was going on under for the the, the Russia hoax by the uh, you know the the, the attorney that uh, judge that Trump put in the, in there to look it up. He's he's been following it, but the, he he had lost a a last uh, case against this one guy who was one of uh, Clinton's. Uh, Frontmen, so I don't know where that's even going. Uh, so we, we'll see what happens. But the left, they, they never get punished, and so they keep on doing it. It's like these homeless and these drug addicts in the street—they they don't get prosecuted, so they keep on destroying and and, and destroying our country and and uh, making our our streets unsafe.
1: Ruben, right now we have we have the DOJ. They're really they're actually called the Department of Injustice. That's what they are. Uh, the FBI they're nothing but uh, they're nothing but the military you know arm of the Democrat Party and uh, and one of the things that Trump has been saying you just said it a little while ago and it's it's just so true he says you know they're not they're not coming after me he says I'm just in the way they're coming after you he's absolutely right if if what they did to a former president, a billionaire, somebody who was very respected. Heck, he was even respected amongst the Democrats before he ran for president. I mean, he was a Democrat darling. He had a a Hollywood star. He was a... I mean, they loved this guy. He he would uh, donate to Democrat causes. But uh, when he came down that elevator and he ran as a conservative and kept his promises, all hell broke loose against him and his family. I've never seen... I've never seen... Any family, Ruben, take a beating like the Trump family. And like you said, he's a political Rocky Balboa. This guy gets dropped and he gets back up. And you got Clubber Lang looking at the other side saying, man, what am I going to do to stop this guy? This guy's unstoppable. Let me share something else that was that uh, from conservativeundergroundnews.com. They write, on Monday, a squad of FBI loyalists barged into Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate to execute a raid as if the former president was some kind of mafia boss. Trump tweeted out that the FBI had laid siege to his home and even broke into his safe. President Joe Biden's secret police raided Trump's home on the flimsy pretext that Trump kept classified documents from his time in the White House at Mar-a-Lago. The search according to multiple people familiar with the investigation, appear to be focused on material that Mr. Trump had brought with him to Mar-a-Lago, his private club and residence, when he left the White House. Those boxes contain many, many pages of classified documents, according to a person familiar with their contents. Mr. Trump delayed returning 15 boxes of material requested by officials with the National Archives for many months, only doing so when they became a threat of action to retrieve them. Joe Biden's Justice Department ordered this raid 92 days before the midterm election. The closeness to the vote, as well as Trump's impending announcement of his 2024 campaign, broke Americans up to the fact that Joe Biden and his Attorney General Merrick Garland have turned America into a third world banana republic overnight. Russian President Vladimir Putin Routinely jails his political opposition so he can maintain his grip on power. Well, the clear, the clear, the real clear politics poll average currently shows Donald Trump leading Joe Biden by three points in in early 2024 polls. Polls and electoral history suggest that Republicans will win control of the House of Reps and potentially the U.S. Senate this November. Ruben, this is what this is all about. They fear that they're about to lose power, and they see. Uh, that they have basically, uh, you know, p- smacked Donald Trump in the nose too many times. And they're saying, if this guy becomes president, we are in trouble.
0: Right, right. Uh, um, Attorney, uh, Gen- G- Attorney General Merrick Garland, he said during an interview with NBC uh that the criminal investigation into the events of January 6th was the most wide-ranging investigation in its history. It was all one-sided. They never let the... You know the uh you know the uh, trump side come in and, and give their um their hear their story it was all one-sided and it was all hearsay and it was just re- incredible and there were the things that the doj finds that the house select genoisis committee haven't found see so that i think they're trying to use this search warrant um under the ruse that it's it's for archives when they're they're just trying to find anything that they could that that will stick to him that will stick to trump and and be able to bring him down now everyone has to remember that merrick garland was up for a seat on the supreme court and trump snubbed him mm-hmm. so this could be payback you know this is yeah but he's gonna have uh he's gonna have to answer this and 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 as uh Representative McCarthy said that he goes. You better clear your calendar, Mayor Garland. You better clear your calendar and keep your notes because uh, we're gonna we're gonna be calling you in here. That's after a good the mid- statement.
1: I'm glad to see him do that because uh, you know I'd like him to I'd like him to get stronger. It looks like he's stepping up to the plate. And and I'll, and I'll tell you uh, something else, Ruben. Uh, it looks like, uh, according to Real Clear Politics, that the Republicans. Uh, running for both houses of Congress, they could get a a 60 seat filibuster proof majority in the U.S. Senate. Uh, And again, this is why the Democrats are afraid, because if they get a 60 seat, you know, uh, majority filibuster in the U.S. Senate uh, and and they get President Trump back on, uh, there's there's nothing that the Republicans will not be able to pass. And this is why Biden and his allies, uh, this, this, was, this was basically a, a, our, our last-ditch attempt before this November to try to stop this guy because everybody this guy uh, taps for office or endorses wins, and they know this guy has influence. He's the most influential Republican. They fear him, Ruben, so they're trying to destroy him even if it's being done by illegal means.
0: Yeah, you know, and they're still trying to hold them accountable for, um, and criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer of legitimate, lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next, and and you know, if you've if you've been open to it, you can see things such as the uh, Nestasujas two thousand mules. You, you you they've had various um, investigations that have gone on that show clearly that. That there was something nefarious going on, and you'd have to be just a lame brain to, to not, you know, connect the dots. <clears throat> and and they're going to try to do it again um, this coming election, no doubt. And my uh, Project Veritas has just released something else too. You can see that it's. It, I didn't get a chance to look at it too too deeply, but it, yeah, it has to do with the election, what they're they're trying to do with one of uh, the representatives. That they want in office because she's a she's a Rhino um, Murkowski. She's one of the guys. She's one of the um, the uh, representatives that that went against Trump. Uh, always she's
1: always voting against Trump. She's Jesus 911. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about atheism next.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. We are back to Matt car, Jesus 911. And uh, we've been talking about uh, the injustice uh has been uh, done to former President Donald Trump. We're switching topics here. We're going to be talking about um, how science stopped backing atheists and started pointing back to God. You know, um, yeah, in
1: other you know, words, Jesse, Ruben. Science is on our
0: side. That's right. It's always been on our side. So,
1: And I'll tell you, what, I'll just make it brief. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas says that all truth comes from God. So whether it's biblical truth, historical truth, geographical truth, uh, mathematical truth, uh, scientific truth. by All truth comes from God, who's the source of all truth. Right. And, and so this article, Ruben, is showing... Uh, Well, actually, the article is entitled, How Science Stopped Backing Atheists and Started Pointing Back to God. And this is just straight science. This is no Bible verses. This is no theology. This is straight science. You want to share some of it, Ruben?
0: Yeah. Uh, So headlines lately, you know, have been encouraging for the faithful. There's a Gallup poll that showed that uh, the percentage of Americans who believe in God has fallen to 81%. That's a drop of 10%. So that's not good. That's not good. Over the last decade in an all-time low. Not good. Um, And if I was a betting, well, it it goes on to say what I was going to bet on. This uh, this accelerating trend is especially pronounced among young adults. According to Pew Research Center poll, 18 to 29-year-olds are disproportionately represented among so-called knowns, atheists, agnostics, and the religiously uh, unaffiliated. So uh, I I guess it's called
1: nuns. Nuns, nuns, yeah, nuns. uh, yeah.
0: So pastors and other religious leaders have attributed this trend to many factors, young people being raised outside the church and unfamiliarity with liturgy and church culture, even COVID-19. Um, but we found another answer in our national survey to probe the underlying reasons for this growing unbelief, a misunderstanding of science. Yes?
1: Yes. Uh, <clears throat> perhaps surprisingly, our survey discovered that the perceived message of science has played a leading role in the loss of faith. We found that scientific theories about the unguided evolution of life have in particular led more people to reject belief in God than worries about suffering, disease, or death. It also showed that 65% of self-described atheists and 43% of agnostics believe the findings of science generally make the existence of God less probable. It's easy to see why this perception has proliferated in recent years, many scientists have emerged as celebrity spokesmen for atheism, such as Richard Dawkins, Lawrence Cross, Bill Nye, Michael Shermer, the late Stephen Hawking, and others have published popular books arguing that science renders belief in God unnecessary or implausible. The universe, uh, Dawkins writes, The universe we observe has precisely the properties we should expect if, at bottom, there is no purpose, no design, nothing but blind, pitiless indifference. Uh, Dawkins famously wrote that. Yet between message and reality, there's a major disconnect. Because over the last century, important scientific discoveries have dramatically challenged science-based atheism. And three in particular now tell a decidedly more God-friendly story. Here are the three pieces of evidence. Ruben, go ahead.
0: First, the, the scientists have discovered that the physical universe had a beginning. This finding, supported by observational astronomy and theoretical physics, contradicts the expectations of scientific atheists who long portrayed the universe as eternal and self-existent and therefore in no need of an external creator. They were wrong. Evidence Evidence, uh, for what scientists call the Big Bang has instead confirmed the expectations of traditional theists. Noble laureate uh, Arno Penzias, who helped make a key discovery Supporting the Big Bang theory has noted the obvious connection between its affirmation of a cosmic beginning and the concept of divine creation. The best data we have are exactly what I would have predicted. I had had nothing had I not nothing to go on but the five books of Moses and the Bible as a whole, writes Penzias. And second, discoveries from physics about the structure of the universe reinforce this theistic conclusion. Since the 1960s, physicists have determined that the fundamental physical laws and parameters of our universe are finely tuned against all odds to make our universe capable of hosting life. Even slight alterations of many independent factors, such as the strength of gravitational or electromagnetic attraction, or the initial arrangement of matter and energy in the universe would have rendered life impossible. Scientists have discovered that we live in a kind of goldilocks universe or what australian physicist luke barnes called an extremely fortunate universe not surprisingly many physicists have concluded that this improbable fine-tuning points to a cosmic fine-tuner that's our god as former cambridge astrophysicist sir fred hoyle argued a common sense interpretation of the data suggests that a super intellect has monkeyed with physics to make life possible yeah, boy. Um, and the third one, uh, molecular biology has revealed the presence in living cells of an exquisite world of informational nanotechnology. These include digital code and DNA and RNA, tiny, intricately constructed molecular machines, which vastly exceed our own digital high technology in their storage and transmission capabilities. And even Richard Dawkins has acknowledged that the quote, the machine code of the genes is uncannily computer-like, end quote, implying, it would seem, the activity of a master programmer at at work, the origin of life. At the very least, the discoveries of modern biology are not what anyone would have expected from blind materialistic processes. That's powerful, right, there.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you, Ruben, there there was a book written back in 1904, I looked it up years ago, the book is called, At the Deathbed of Darwinism. It was written by a German doctor, Dr. Uh, Eberhard Dennert. So the, Bush, the book published in 1904, it's called, At the Deathbed of Darwinism. In that book, he shows that of the 300 greatest scientists of the last three centuries, 243 were firm believers in God, in the God of the Bible. And so, when you look at those st- statistics... That means that five out of six of the most respected scientists in Western civilization they saw harmony between science and their faith. They were they were deists. They believed in God, and so uh, so so much for the uh, the myth and the propaganda where people say, "Yeah, as soon as you believe in as soon as you believe in science, you can't believe in God." Not true. Once again, out of the three hundred. Most brilliant scientists in Western civilization in the last thousand years, two hundred and forty-three of them have believed in God. Here's also something that's uh, I, uh, atheism, Ruben. I, I think the roots of atheism. First of all, I think it's the Devil's Gospel. That's that's first what I, my my. my it's, yeah. I, I call it the Devil's Gospel. But here's where it actually started taking. Uh, it, it, it was fueled by Russian communism. They borrowed the arguments of uh, of Charles Darwin, and they inserted it into Karl Marx's philosophy. And so, one of the one of the errors spread by Russia uh, by, by Russian communism in 1917. Was Darwinian evolution? They promoted this, and they and they got they they got the arguments obviously from Charles Darwin. But I'll tell you one thing: it's wreaked havoc on the Catholic Church because I've read another study that says that uh, I think six to eight or no, here it is: sixty to ninety percent of Christian kids, both Catholics and Protestants, lose their faith in college. Why? They run into militant atheist professors. Mm, That's
0: right. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of kids lose their faith in college. Um, I've known a lot of people that have that that has happened to. uh, You know, and we can recall recall just uh, back when Galileo, he stood trial for defending science. You know, when he was saying that the, the all the planets revolve around the sun, and he was kind of blasted for that even from people in his own church, um, because it, you know they, they concluded that, that a moving earth and a stationary sun were in conflict with literal interpretations of scripture and with the Ptolemaic ge- geocentric model, which had been adopted by the Catholic Church's orthodoxy. And they denied that. Our, they, they cited the book of Joshua where it says, God commanded the sun and not the earth to stand still over the ancient Canaanite city of Gibeon but you know i mean in scripture yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of different um ways they you know uh act, things that are u- used wording is sometimes it doesn't mean the same thing as it means today but uh it it could be <clears throat> it just galileo uh was right on with his with his findings and so sometimes you just got to keep you got to keep digging and 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 that's what some of these these honest scientists are are doing. They're saying, "Wow, this 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 is, seems uh, that there's a, a master uh, computer programmer in here that's doing all these things."
1: Yeah, yeah. Reuben, Ru- yeah. and even there's a famous his, historian, and he's really famous for the history of science. His name is is Pierre Duhem. He writes. I'm looking at an encyclopedia. He says that. Medieval Catholics, such as John Buridan, Nicole Oresma, and Roger Bacon, these three medieval Catholics are the founders of modern science and the scientific method. So if anybody says, who invented science? I'll tell you. According to the famous historian who's not Catholic, Pierre Duhem, he says it's medieval Catholics that founded modern science and the scientific method. Again, why? Because the Catholic Church founded the first university. So obviously, the Catholic Church is going to start, uh, you know, developing disciplines to study. But uh, as Catholics, remember, all truth comes from God. And I know liberals in college like to profess God is dead, liberal college professors. No, mm-hmm. Mr. College Professor, you're going to die. God is not only not dead, God's not even tired.
0: <laughs> That's right, man. He's, you know, he's, he's looking at all of us and, and, uh, you know, the, the blessed mother and, and, and our Lord is, uh, they're holding back, you know, his reign because his justice is gonna, we deserve everything we get. His justice is going to come down hard on us
1: when, uh, when it's all said and done. Hey, Ruben, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a men's group over in Madison, Wisconsin next. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing what these guys are doing.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, remember, it ain't over until God says it's over. Keep fighting until your victory is won.
1: Yep, and if you die in a state of grace, your victory will be secured. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Uh hey, there's um there's Catholic men's groups all over the country. Some have different emphasis. Some study apologetics. Some are more, more into prayer. Some more into social work. You know, uh, uh, you know, going out to soup kitchens and, and you know feeding the poor. But I'm impressed with this Catholic group, Ruben. They're called Men of Christ in Madison, Wisconsin. They're, uh, and I'll tell you why I'm impressed with them uh, because. You, you, you see chivalry and courage from these men. What do I mean by chivalry and courage? Well, these guys are stationing Catholic men overnight at the local crisis pregnancy centers. Why? To ward off vandals because there's been these nationwide rash of attacks on pro-life clinics that are mostly run by Catholics. Yeah. And uh, the president of Men of Christ Madison, his name's Dave Yankee. In an email to members, he said, quote, Various radical groups in reaction to the U.S. Supreme Court recently overturning the infamous 1973 Roe v. Wade are threatening churches and organizations that provide direct help to women with distressed pregnancies. Now that unrestricted abortion across the land has been overturned, crisis pregnancy centers have become a target. The Women's Care Center, located directly across the street from Planned Parenthood, is an obvious potential target. So this is an email written by Dave Yankee. He's the president of Men of Christ, Madison, Wisconsin. And again, he's activating the men saying, Guys, we have a moral obligation to protect these pregnancy crisis centers. Uh, I tip my hat off to them, Ruben, because that's not not an easy thing to do. I mean, uh, a lot of people obviously are pretty busy to say, Hey, I'm going to carve out you know, two or three hours a week to go in front of this crisis pregnancy center with a couple of my, my battle buddies. And we're going to stand here and make sure it doesn't get vandalized. My tips, my hats off to this guy, Dave Yankee and the men of Christ in Madison.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because uh, the left is always saying, well, you, you guys always want to support life, but then once the baby's born, you do nothing for them. That's what a lot of these, these, these clinics are doing. These care centers are, are doing they're, they're Providing you know diapers and formula and counseling and clothing, whatever is needed, um, you know there's a there's a, a good one out in uh, in Orange County that uh, actually um, that I you know went to to meet the the, ho- the manager and met some of the guys that I know who are help doing this. It's a it's a men's group too that's that's uh, going in there and counseling and I and wow. I, I feel bad that I, I'm. The name of it escapes me right now but um uh, so, so this is exactly what uh, we're called to do and uh these guys are you gotta take your hat off to them because there we're any anyone involved in the pro-life ministry is is a target and yeah. and um uh, so the article went on to say that one of the first pro-life organizations to be attacked after the supreme court's decision to overturn roe was leaked in early May, was a Wisconsin family action located in downtown Madison. On May 8th, criminals firebombed the group's property, leaving behind the words "If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either" scrawled in graffiti. Now, just flip it. If it was the other way, it was the the pro-lifers that were doing this damage. It would be all over mainstream media. But because eh, this this has to do with all these crazy pro-lifers, you know, you don't even hear about it in the mainstream media. This should be. Fun center and um, men of christ is an organization of catholic men who, whose mission is to equip men with the competence and confidence to become better catholics and better disciples of the faith according to its website <clears throat> yankee is uh, assisting in an organization a group of 60 men of christ each committed to staying inside the care center overnight to discourage vandalism and sabotage once a month men are taking turns guarding the center in pairs The guys on my team really take this serious, Yankee told Catholic Vote. They have stated that there are monitors up from cameras that point outside. While one sleeps, the other one watches the monitors. There have been times when cars have pulled into the lot and the guys need to make a quick decision on what they should do. Continue to monitor, call the police, or flash the lights on and off and look out the window to make their presence known. So far, Yankee says that there have been no incidents and that is exactly how we want it. And he's also lamented the lack of response on the, on the part of law enforcement from the Price Department of Price. Justice on down as attacks on pro-life locations continue to rise. Yeah, that's unfortunate that, uh, you know, because even though there are a lot of pro-life cops, Jesse, there it still comes down as a vandalism call, which is on a lower level than, you know, a felony call of, a, you know, burglary or um, you know, a robbery or anything like that. So you know, I know law enforcement can sometimes they're they're quick in responding, sometimes they're not. And uh, but sometimes it's the way the call is typed in. So I, I, you know, I have to just take that with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, but unfortunately, but, yeah, but Ruben, unfortunately, also a lot of yeah. our law enforcement, not all of them, obviously. I mean, Villanueva's athlete, uh, uh, you know, obviously doesn't fall into that category. You know, other sheriffs around the country. Uh, but a, a lot of our managers in law enforcement, and I'll say the chiefs and maybe some sheriffs, they're woke, Ruben. They're woke. And so their woke philosophy trickles down to the street cop, and they tell them, they tell them, this is important. This is not important. Stay away from this. Stand down on this. So I think a lot of good cops out there are getting heat from their woke chiefs and woke sheriffs that are beholden to the board of beholden to the board of supervisors for the sheriff or the, or the, or the city council for the chief of police. And uh, a lot of these good cops, their hands are tied Ruben.
0: Yeah, you're right. So, and um, you know, Yankee, the, 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 guy here, he says that, that he couldn't um, make this effort without a team of men willing to rise to the occasion and protect women and children. That's our duty as, as you know, as the providers and the, the, we have to take care of our the women and children. Yeah. Thankfully, board members and men from men of Christ Madison are stepping up. They're working to help cover overnight hours at the women's care center, to be the eyes and ears, protecting the resources available to women in crisis pregnancies that have been threatened by many pro-abortion radicals. And then there's political leaders like House Speaker Nancy Pelosi who, who refuse to condemn the violence and. and Some, including Senator Liz Warren, who have been faced scrutiny for adding fuel to the fire with incendiary rhetoric against pro-life clinics, community leaders like Dave Yankee of Men of Christ are undeterred. And readers, and you can find, uh, can go to Catholic Votes uh, Tracker, and you can see some of the places that have been attacked. And uh, more than 60 pregnancy centers have been attacked, Um, and offices of pro-life groups have been attacked and vandalized since the draft of the Supreme Court. Opinion overturning Roe v. Wade was leaked in early May, and pro-abortion domestic terrorists have claimed responsibility, on are promising more attacks in the summer of rage. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm,
1: there... I'm glad. I'm glad that a Catholic Vote is tracking this uh, again, so there's a, a paper trail of all the pregnancy crisis centers that are being attacked, and this way, uh, it'll be part of recorded history, even though even though nothing is done. God will vindicate uh, those people and God will punish those evildoers one day. What I could say about the men of Christ in Madison, this is these guys are well-formed men. You could tell they're, they're well-formed men. They got the heart of Christ. They got the heart of the church. And they, they to me, they're like little Davids against Goliath. What do we know yeah. about li- David? He was known for, uh, for his chivalry. What does chivalry mean? It means bravery, it means military skill, it means generosity and victory, piety and courtesy towards women and children. David also, and these men as well, they also exemplify courage. What is courage according to Webster's Dictionary? It is the quality of spirit that enables enables a person to face danger without fear. And I'll tell you, it's because of their confirmation, their baptism and confirmation and graces that these guys have chivalry, these guys have courage, these guys have fortitude, and they're doing the right thing. But notice, they're also doing this as pairs, two at a time, just like Jesus sent the disciples out to the world, two at a time. Or like the, the famous verse that we're always quoting here in this program, Proverbs 27, 17 iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another or, or th- this is this is a classic case of having a battle buddy and this is also the classic case of what the romans the roman soldiers the whole phrase about i've got your back that comes from rome 2000 years ago because the only way to put on the breastplate it had to be tied from behind so one soldier had to tie the other soldier's breastplate, which were leather straps, from behind. That's where you get that phrase, I've got your back. It comes from the Roman soldier strapping on the breastplate of his fellow Roman soldier.
0: Right. I like what the book of James says. Um, He says in chapter 2, verse 17 and following, So faith by itself without works is dead. But someone will say, "You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I, by my works, will show you my faith." You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown? You sense this person that faith without works is barren. Was not your, you know, and goes on to talk about Abraham. But so, so we're we're uh, putting when these guys are doing is they're they're not just believers. They they're actually shown by their works, you know, what they believe. And they're standing up for what they believe, and uh, I think that's a, a that's powerful in, in this day and age, where uh, a lot of people just want to stay silent and just uh, stay in the background. Oh, I don't want to get involved. Uh, you know, it's none of my business. No, it's all our business. So um, kudos to them. And uh, I know there's a lot of groups out there that are doing things. Yeah, uh, that are great things. So
1: absolutely, yeah. A lot of guys that go visit prisons. And go evangelize in prisons. A lot of guys that go in front of the you know uh, pro-life uh, uh, clinics and and uh, yeah. I mean uh, uh, pro-abortion mills and go pray so that this mm-hmm. can stop. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of men out there that are activated and doing good things. A lot of guys that are out there help. You know, I know the Knights of Columbus help out at the Saint Paul, the Saint Vincent de Paul soup kitchens. Uh, every Catholic man should be involved in some type of apostolic work. Obviously, the spiritual works of mercy are the most important because that's how you save somebody's soul but also the corporal works of mercy make sure you're involved in some type of corporal work of mercy as a man because again you want to be firing on both cylinders hey ruben that's a wrap i hear the music up next we've got the big guy coming up to to us from uh, the midwest command center gary machuda hands-on apologetics and hey, as Jesse, for us yeah. yeah go ahead ruben we might have to change his name. The big guy has a negative connotation now with Biden. Oh. Ruben, but he's six foot eight, man. <laughs> I <know. laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. Hey, uh, by the way, that's a wrap. We are EOW, end of watch. We are ten. We're ten seven for the show, but we're ten eight for Jesus. Always, we're always on duty for Jesus. But as for NPR, as for this show, we're 10-7. seven. We're out of service. Hey, don't forget what well, St. Father De Pio said. Pray hope and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and God will hear your prayer. If you like this show, share it with others. And this will help us get the message out. God bless you. Keep the faith.